announced the creation of a new information operations technical training school. The first command simply must arm our airmen to outthink, outperform, outpartner, outinnovate any potential adversary. Air Force Basic Military Training has an updated curriculum with a new focus on readiness and lethality. The first command, the Air Force starts here. Hello, and welcome to the Air Force Starts Here podcast. I'm your host for this professional development podcast, Jennifer Gonzalez from the AETC Public Affairs team. In this episode, we are discussing the importance of continuing education in a Department of the Air Force funded degree program. The program is known as Dawn Ed, or Developing the Airmen We Need Education. Dawn Ed is an advanced degree program that will provide up to 15 eligible airmen an opportunity to pursue a master's degree or PhD from a university of choice in person. The application window for the program is open until June 25, 2021. I got the chance to speak with Dr. Stephen Hansen, who is one of the Dawn Ed program managers about the program and application process, as well as a recent recipient of the funding from last year's application. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity, Jennifer. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about uh, this exciting program. Before we get started, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of the roots of where this whole program got started? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, This actually uh, marks my 40th year since I was commissioned. And I remember I went to, I was commissioned through an ROTC detachment. I remember walking through the gates during my four years there at school. There was a there was a logo over the gate that said, enter to learn, go forth to serve. And that kind of struck me as I've gone through my 40 years with the Air Force as, a, as an officer and as a, um, as a civilian, how the Air Force has that same motto. We enter the Air Force to serve and my Air Force career has been punctuated with many, many learning opportunities. So this Donet program uh, creates opportunities for airmen now to be able to do those same things, to learn and to serve, to help create a better future. Um, So as one of the program managers for the Donet program, we look for opportunities uh, and areas and capabilities where the Air Force uh, really needs to have um, expertise uh, 10 years out and the best time to grow some of that expertise is to start planting you know, seeds uh, and, uh, uh, right now. Um, so we gather some of that information from various sources like the National Security Defense document and we've looked at the uh, Air Force We Need document uh, uh, from the blueprint that the Air Force Warfighting Integration Capability has provided. Uh, we've looked at the um, ATC Force Development uh, Strategy documents for the Developing Airmen We Need program there and, and consulted with other senior leaders. And we've identified a list of different uh, areas of concern, of vulnerability, or areas where the Air Force just believes we need to grow some capability off in the, off in the future. So. If I'm understanding right, you're saying that um, the Dawn Ed program, you guys looked overarchingly at what the Air Force is going to need 10 years down the road. And looking at those vulnerabilities, you were able to say, these are the the uh, types of airmen we need to begin training to ensure that 10 years down the road, we are safe and secure and where we need to be as an Air Force. Is that right? Absolutely. And, and the, the Dawn program fits under a larger uh, program co- that's managed by the Air Force Education Requirements Board, or the AFERB. Um, the AFERB sends 
uh, works with AFPC and the career field managers to send uh, a number of airmen to earn advanced degrees, but they are going to known positions uh, with established duties. So there's some constraints and some limits, you know, on those quotas. We wanted to look across that entire portfolio of opportunities and say, you know, here are here are some key areas that our senior leaders and, and our national uh, command authorities are telling us our services need to be able to provide. And we don't see those anywhere in the existing uh, uh, billets uh, structure or the uh, AFRA quotas um, that are being managed. So we created these so that we could specifically uh, look for um, airmen who want to go do things where we we're not exactly sure where we're going to put them, but we want to make sure that their follow on assignment is to positions where their learning will influence and affect uh, the Air Force. That's that learn part and then followed by the serve part. Uh, we believe that these candidates, uh, these graduates will make uh, huge impacts to uh, future capabilities and help address vulnerabilities uh, off on the uh, off into the future. And uh, we think that's probably one of the most exciting things about the program is that it is flexible and responsive to what we anticipate the future Air Force will need. Uh, we're turning to the Don program in civilian schools because uh, the civilian programs tend to be more responsive and more flexible and there's more of them so that they can have a better focus on some of these discrete uh, up and coming areas, areas like quantum computing. Um, most university schools and AFIT, you know, have computer science programs, but quantum computing is one of those areas that's really new and the expertise across academia is very limited. Uh, same thing with the st uh, strategic foresight program. There's only a handful of schools that have gathered enough academic inertia and expertise to be able to build um, a, a degree program for that. Uh, we ask our candidates, you know, to be part of our eyes and ears, you know, you have uh, a program that you see somewhere in a university and you see what the Air Force uh, problem areas are identified to be, um, your application for a, as a Don candidate would be to help build um, a, uh, a, a statement that says how that academic school and your experience and your vision would come together to allow you to come back into the Air Force and serve and be that uh, agent of influence. Well, um, I actually got the chance to speak with an officer who was accepted into the Don Ed program last year, uh, Captain Kara Filiolo. Now she applied for the 2021 school year and will be taking her courses online this summer and in person this fall. So take a listen to what she had to say about how this program is gonna help her and eventually the Air Force. Captain Filiolo, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. So tell us a little bit about where you're going to be studying and what you're going to be studying. I will be at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh studying artificial intelligence and innovation. And so when this opportunity came up to be an operator who becomes a technical expert, it seemed to me like a really good opportunity to become a translator of sort that I could help solve that problem in the future and, and help engineers and pilots talk to each other. And then the more I looked into it, 
the more excited I got about the potential of the applications of artificial intelligence specifically and all the ways that that can be applied. So how do you think this forest development initiative will make it possible for you to pursue your master's program or how did it? There's absolutely no way I could have done this any other any other way. There is there is no way I could have pursued this to this degree. You know, I, I have a master's in educational technology and uh, I did that fully online and I, I got a lot out of it, certainly. Uh, but there is no substitute for being surrounded by some of the most brilliant minds in the world working on something that is their passion as much as it is yours. And that's something that you just can't get from a fully online experience the way that you can from being an in-person institution. This program enables that because it gives me the time to spend two years actually at the university surrounded by the academic mindset and maybe even more importantly to be for a little while separated from the military way of thinking so that I can gain the, the academic perspective that will hopefully then when I get back full swing into the military world, it'll make me much more prepared to in, to interact with the academic world, right? I mean, the future of Air Force technology relies very heavily on the academic success of the institutions here in the United States and, and the industry folks, right? And so getting to interact with them on their terms in their environment, I think is going to make it much easier for me to interact with them in the future when I'm you know, back in uniform uh, in some kind of staff position and I'm, I'm able to see it from their perspective. And, and again, that's just something that without being able to be full time at a civilian institution, there's just no way to get that same level of experience. So Captain Filiolo there touched on what you just mentioned, that going to a specific school to learn a certain program, how that's going to benefit her and, and, and the Air Force. And it really sounds like it's going to have a substantial impact, not on her, only on her development, but what she brings to the Air Force when she returns. Uh, absolutely. And and I, I appreciate that she highlighted the the blend of functional expertise that comes together. She acts basically as a translator. So her experience uh, in the RPA world will provide insights in her research in artificial intelligence that can't be achieved if you brought a computer scientist major in to study artificial intelligence. So that is part of what we hope to uh, to glean from uh, people like uh, Captain Pugliolo. Um, she did mention a couple of things I'd like to emphasize about the program. Uh, these uh, quotas allow you to go to a civilian institution and your job while you're at that institution is to be a full-time and successful student. You have no other distractions. That is your job. Uh, your supervisors basically are the uh, the administrative team at the Air Force Institute of Technology. You're typically attached for observation uh, administrative purposes with the uh, local ROTC detachment if there's one of the school. The Air Force pays your, your tuition and usually has some small stipends available for books and for publishing and things like that. But uh, your out-of-pocket expenses essentially are uh, if any, they're they're uh, nominal. It's a great opportunity to get a funded education at a quality civilian institution, and the contributions and the, and the collaborations that you make with uh, the the students and the faculties while you're at those programs 
um, is a great recruiting tool as well for the Air Force. You have 15 eligible airmen who can take part of this program, 10 masters, five PhDs, but now we want to know how do you apply? <laughs> I also spoke with Captain uh, Filiolo about that application process. Uh, take a listen. The application process for the Dawn Ed uh, program, was that difficult? The Dawn Ed application, fortunately, gave a pretty good amount of, of leeway on it. It was several months in advance that they put out the the call for nominations. And so I had plenty of time to get everything done. One of the requirements is uh, the, the GRE or uh, the G. Matt, depending on which, which uh, program you're applying to. And then the other parts of it was just putting together some letters of recommendation. And then the other part of it was just doing the research on programs. Uh, and that was, for me, that was one of the most fun parts of the whole application process because I really got to see exactly what's out there and, and research which programs would I want to apply to and why do each of those matter. And that helped continue to shape my perspective on why this is so important. And then the final piece of it was to create a personal statement of why I wanted to do this and how I thought it would benefit the Air Force. What are some things that you wrote? What I put in there is the start of this desire to pursue the technical side of aviation for me came from interacting with software engineers designing a new cockpit uh, for an unmanned platform. And that process was so frustrating in our inability to communicate with each other effectively that I mentioned that in my personal statement of I have personally experienced the frustration of trying to make engineers understand why operators need a certain feature and the engineers on the flip side trying to make pilots understand that computers are not infinitely capable. They have limitations just like anything else. So I mentioned that. I also talked about the, you know, as an unmanned pilot, as an RPA pilot, I have seen the way that automation can be a game changer for you know, our national defense. And so I would like very much to be a part of the future of that and integrating the future of automation and the future of unmanned platforms into the technologies of tomorrow. And, uh, and so from that point, it was kind of just a waiting game. So it was, I would say, a moderate amount of, of work to get it done, but it never felt overwhelming. And we have until June 25th, uh, that's the close of the application time. Uh, uh, so she mentioned research programs. Uh, what programs, just really briefly, uh, are you all looking for uh, right now? We've got some information as we were looking at uh, those topics uh, um, for this year and added a couple of new ones to the list, ones that senior leaders thought were particularly um, important and should also be addressed where we're lacking capability and we want to grow some more. Uh, one of those areas was uh, strategic foresight, uh, which is uh, a, a growing program in a select number of universities where uh, techniques to anticipate the future and help do things to shape that future, then go to building the visions, which then go to building the strategies, you know, and, and the other kinds of things that we see in the Air Force. So, so we've modified some of those topics this year. The, uh, the full list is on the announcement, which is on my purse. Um, and 
we hope that uh, our applicants will do like Captain Figliolo did. She'll see an area on that list that excites her. Uh, she'll take experiences from her career and her case as an RPA uh, pilot, and she'll say, I think RPA and artificial intelligence are a good mix, a good match, and this is something I want to pursue. And then, as she said in her uh, in her application, she helped build a picture for how those two areas uh, would come together. Wonderful, sir. Is, is there anything else you'd like to add or that I've forgotten to ask or you think our listeners might be interested to know? Uh, no, we are we are very excited uh, for this opportunity um, and look forward to getting the applications. We've learned a lot by reading the applications and uh, we have such a capable group of officers, cadets, and, and, and airmen. Um, it's a remarkable process. Uh, I should also add that uh, it's not just airmen, it's also the Guardian. So the Space Force is also included uh, here as well. So other than that, I appreciate the opportunity, Jennifer, and uh, we um, welcome questions and look forward to getting the applications. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Henson, for your time. So don't forget active duty Department of the Air Force officers interested in the developing the Airmen We Need Education Advanced Degree Program. You have until June 25th of this year to apply for the 2022 academic year. For more information about the criteria and application process, visit the MyPERS website. Thank you for the subscribe, stream, or download. And as a reminder, you can follow Air Education and Training Command at the AETC and the AETC Command Team on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. You can also catch up on the latest news across the command on our website at aetc.af.mil. From the entire AETC Public Affairs Team, I'm Jennifer Gonzalez, and talk to you next time on the Air Force Starts Here podcast. Okay, I'm going to stop recording, sir. Um, and can I access that?